Hello and welcome to the 3 for Thursday podcast for fmi.online. I'm your host Neeti Jain and today's 3 for Thursday is top 3 excel formulas that no one talks about. Our guest today Ryan Spendelo who is an expert at excel is going to talk about the three formulas but before that you know, Excel is one of the most common tool that is used in the finance industry. No matter which field in finance you work for, whether you work for an investment bank, global markets, or asset management, you're probably going to be using Excel as one of the tools at work. There are a lot of formulas and shortcuts uh, in Excel. It is quite an intense tool, it can get complicated if you don't know a lot of these formulas and shortcuts, which can make your work easy. So we're going to talk about some of them. There's a lot, a lot of them. So if you're really interested in learning about Excel at the basic level, you can look at our course at FMI called Excel for Finance, which is an introductory level course, but it has a lot of spreadsheets, a lot of examples that you can learn from. Uh, We'll shortly come up with an advanced level course, uh, probably sometime next year. But uh, for now, you can have a look at the Excel for Finance basic introductory course. And Ryan is going to talk about the three Excel formulas that no one talks about, but they're very good uh, and helpful and handy for you to learn about. Hi, Ryan. How are you today? Yeah, no, I'm doing really well. Thanks. How are you? That was a great introduction to Excel. It makes me want to learn more Excel. I'm pretty sure you're an Excel guru, so maybe you can give us some more insights than what I what I just said, but I, I think you know a lot more than me. I've been using Excel for a long time. I was using Excel before Excel came out with the ribbon back in 2007. A lot of our users will be too young to remember, but in the old days, they used to have drop-down menus for Excel, and I still use some of those same shortcuts that you use for in the, in the drop-down. So, for example... A lot of our users will be used to goal seek. We know what goal seek is. It's a great little um, function in, in Excel. But the shortcut is Alt TG. And that's because goal seek used to be under the tools drop down menu in Excel. So I still use those shortcuts. That's how, well, I'd like to say that's how long I've been using Excel for, but really it's how, how old I am. Uh, but you're right. It doesn't really matter what field of finance you're going to go into. You are going to be using Excel, whether you're front office, back office, um, IB, global markets, asset management. So it's a very important tool to be competent in at the very least. So uh, what I thought we would do today is our top three is, is looking at three functions in Excel that not a lot of people use, but are very handy for anybody going to the field of finance. And, and so, in, and they're not in any particular order and they're a little bit subjective. They're my personal favorites. They're my personal picks. It'd be great in the comment section for people that are listening to this podcast uh, for them to put in the comments what their favorite Excel function that kind of flies under the radar that people don't really know about is. And, and we can maybe collate that list and, and do another podcast on on the, the listeners' three favorite Excel functions. But uh, we've got three. And, and so I might as well, if it's all right with you, should I just start with my with my number one? Yeah, sure. Start with your number one and then you can give us a little bit more information on what that function does as well. Yeah, good idea. I'll I'll try my best to explain it. Usually when I'm doing uh, Excel training, 
we've got Excel in front of us and people are working alongside us. So this will be a new challenge for me to try to describe an Excel function without actually demonstrating an Excel function. But my first one is a function called XLOOKUP. Uh, you know a little bit about I've the lookup. I've heard about VLOOKUP. I've only heard about VLOOKUP, but not about XLOOKUP. So that's a new one for me too. Yeah, and it's, and it's pretty cool as well. When you type X lookup, you get, you type the letters XL and then hit the tab button and X lookup function comes up. So it's even cool just to type XL tab. But XL lookup is Excel's latest addition to the Excel lookup family. And the Excel lookup family, as you've rightly stated, includes V lookup, which is short for vertical lookup. It includes H lookup, which is short for horizontal lookup. It includes lookup. There's just a standard lookup function. Uh, but also when we're using things like the index and match functions together. But that family of functions, they're all there to do one thing. They're all there to extract data or to find specific values within a table within Excel and, and then return a matching result. So XLOOKUP is, is very similar to VLOOKUP. But what I like about it is that it offers a lot more than the standard VLOOKUP. So what are some of the advantages of XLOOKUP over, for example, VLOOKUP? Uh, when you use VLOOKUP, you often get errors. Uh, you might get a, and to work around those errors, you have to go along and, and embed a, an error formula like uh, if error into the VLOOKUP function. But XLOOKUP makes dealing with errors a lot easier because it's got an optional pr uh, parameter to support values not found errors. So that, that's the first thing. The other thing that I like about XLOOKUP is that it defaults to finding exact matches. Whereas VLOOKUPs, you have to actually type false into VLOOKUP, uh, otherwise it defaults to approximate matches. And, and most of the time we're looking for an exact match. Um, XLOOKUP also have these optional parameters. And this is what makes it really powerful. Uh, to search for special situations. VLOOKUP basically goes along and starts at the top of the table and then scans down a defined column until it finds an exact match. Whereas for XLOOKUP, uh, you can search under special situations. There's another parameter in the formula. So for example, rather than searching from top to bottom, uh, you can search from bottom to top. And so you can define and customize your lookup functions a lot uh, more with XLOOKUP. So XLOOKUP is certainly my first function that I would recommend our listeners go along and if you haven't discovered yet, to have a little bit of a play around and get familiar with because it's really, really useful. Yeah, it looks like a very powerful uh, function with a lot of features and new things as compared to VLOOKUP. I'll definitely yeah. look, look that up today. What's well, your second a, one, Ryan? Was that, a, was, that a, was that a pun that you're gonna look are you gonna look it up today? <laughs> I'm gonna look up X look up today. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> What's right, your second then. one there, Ryan? Well, people are gonna this is why people don't want to hang out with us when they see us at a party nitty, because they know oh, <laughs> they're those two people that are gonna make XL jokes again. <laughs> uh, my second one. Um, a lot of people have heard of the NPV formula, the net present value formula. And, and what the NPV formula does is it takes a series of future cash flows and finds their net present value based on a given discount rate. Uh, but there's a catch, and the catch is for the NPV function to work. Those cash flows need to be periodic. So, for example, they need to be annual cash flows, and then you have to use an annual discount rate. But in the field of finance, in the real world, often we're modeling cash flows that don't 
fall on exactly the same periodic date or the periodic time periods. So an enhancement uh, that not many people use is the XNPV formula. So the XNPV formula does the same thing as the NPV formula, but you can input the exact dates that you receive those future values. So, so the XNPV formula elevates the NPV formula and it makes it much more applicable to real world examples. That's a nice one to know. What's your third one there, Ryan? Okay, number three is one of my personal favorites because as you know, Nitty, there's only one thing I like more than Excel and it's the fixed income market. So I do a lot of training on fixed income products, fixed income analytics, fixed income derivatives. And a lot of that training is done in Excel where, you know, pricing bonds, we're pricing swaps, we're modeling cash flows and what have you. So uh, my third function that not a lot of people know about that flies under the radar is the price function. Um, I use this function when I'm pricing a real life bond, like a US treasury or a, or a corporate bond. And rather than having to go through and forecast all the future values of, the, of a bond, then discounting those future values using the yield to maturity, uh, calculating the accrued interest and taking that away to get the clean price of a bond, you can do all of that with one simple function, the price function. And all you need to input is the, the, the settlement date, the maturity date, uh, you have to do the redemption value, which is the power of the bond. But also you have inputs for things like, is it a semi-annual bond or is it an annual bond? Uh, what's the day count convention? Is it 3360 or is it actual, actual? So, so the price function has these parameters that allow you to price quite a wide range of, of real life bonds rather than having to go through the discounted cash flow approach of, of modeling all the independent cash flow. So, so it's really, really useful, um, uh, very, very adaptable. And, and because you've got all these inputs, you can build some really flexible models in there. Are there any other functions that you used in your fixed income tra training and that would be helpful for students to know? Yeah, well, there's actually a really wide range of fixed income and bond specific functions in Excel. So whether you're looking to find the duration of a bond, whether you're looking to find the yield of a bond, whether you're even tracing like a treasury table, these functions for all these different things. So if you go to the financial functions group within Excel and, and have a look, you'll find that there's probably at least a dozen fixed income and bond specific functions that allow you to become uh, a lot more uh, able to, to price bonds and to build uh, fixed income models around uh, fixed income products. Thank you, Ryan. So I think there's a lot in Excel that, you know, we can learn. And obviously Excel also keeps improving year by year and getting new functions. Um, so there's a lot to learn in Excel and, uh, you know, upgrade our skills. Uh, but those are your top three functions that you thought were helpful for others to know about uh, and are not as much uh, talked about, I guess. XLOOKUP, XNPV and PRICE. Yeah. Um, so for others who want to have a look at our um, course on Excel for Finance, which is an introductory course, have a look at our website. And thank you, Ryan, for your time today on explaining these functions quite well, even without using a spreadsheet. <laughs> I think it, it does get complicated. Um, but thank you to all our listeners who have listened to our podcast so far. And a real big thank you to those who have given us feedback on some of our future three for Thursdays that we could do. Please keep them coming in. 
drop me a message on LinkedIn or any contact that you might have. We love your support and you can do that by rating, reviewing and subscribing to our 3 for Thursday podcast. Finally, have a look at our free resources at fmi.online. See you next Thursday.